Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the debut of the Teammate Podcast. This debut has been highly anticipated for a long time by probably like three people. Uh, we actually, when we were putting this together, uh, catchballing the name for this thing, because, you know, Teammate Podcast is really creative, and we asked Ben to come up with it. And Ben, what was your idea? I believe I wanted to call it the Teammate Show. That is not any better than the Teammate Podcast. Well, that was boring. <laughs> So what we did was we took creative control away from Ben immediately, and we said, you know what, we're going to let him help provide content. But here we are, first podcast, we're excited about it. We wanted to start today's uh, episode by talking a little bit about the purpose. So our purpose for this podcast today is to give our team members here at LeanCore just another platform, another way to get information from us and stay connected to the business. Right. So what we're trying to do is make sure that you're aware of what's going on in the company when it comes to training and engagement and communication and that we can all get a little bit closer to the different elements of the teammate initiative program uh, that we've made available. So we figured a podcast would be a great way to do it. This day and age, we know a lot of people are on the go. A lot of people are embracing audio. So podcast was the direction that we took. Want to expand on that, Ben? Yeah, we know we have a lot of emails that come into our workdays here, and, and people are trying to help uh, make sure that they're impressing and working towards their customer goals and the team. So this is a good way to get some information about what's going on in the company that you may want to engage in while you're on your car or, or on your way into work or on your way home or you know whenever you're just working out or something like that. Nailed it. So in a typical episode, <laughs> sorry, we're going to laugh a lot on this. In a typical episode, what we plan to do is we plan to have a structure of things that we want to talk about to make sure that everyone is aware of what's going on. We can give everyone a little bit of the taste of our LeanCore culture here. And uh, hopefully while you're learning and while you're uh, getting a little more connected, you can have a few laughs along the way. So a uh, typical episode, we've got some different segments that we're going to try to do. We've got uh, this month at LeanCore where we're going to wrap up uh, what happened. Uh, over so the last this month, month at LeanCore. And Sharon's going to join us for that. Um, we're going to have our uh, token pop culture minute just because I think it's in the bylaws of podcasting that you spend at least a couple minutes on pop culture. We're going to go through our do's and don'ts list of best practices that we've got. Uh, <laughs> do's and don'ts and do's and don'ts and do's. And that jingle will let you know that we've got some best practices coming down the pipe. Um, we're going to share some team member testimonials uh, as far as having some interviews with some of our team members so that those of you who aren't going to see these people every day uh, can learn a little bit more about them. We're going to also do some stories from the pit. The pit is the area of the Florence office where most of our team members um, who are here at corporate are located. So we'll have some anecdotes that we'll share there and we'll wrap up hopefully with our uh, moral of the story with a little bit of what we've learned and Sharon will bring that in for us too. And here's what we've learned. So when you hear, and here's what we've learned from Sharon, you know it's time to take get have a takeaway from the episode. And so we'll go uh, like that on most of our uh, different uh, episodes each month. So we're going to start with uh, this month at LeanCore. It's going to be a little bit different uh, this time. So let's bring Sharon back real quick. So this month at LeanCore. And it's going to be a little different today because this is our first one. So not only are we going to talk about what's upcoming this month, but we're going to reflect a little bit on the first four months of the year. So um, I have a few things written down here that I'm going to go over, but Ben, you want to just freestyle a little bit on what we've done so far this year? Yeah. So as you know, we've tried to communicate in multiple mediums and obviously the podcast here that we're doing today is another piece of it. 
But a big piece that we're trying to touch on is the communication of events to raise engagement um, of our team members and, and that engagement provide training opportunities for your career. And so hopefully this just brings more awareness uh, of that. And uh, the voice of customer surveys is where a lot of these uh, items that we're popping out are originating from. So we have the training calendar that Clint's going to hit here, but we, uh, we hope this works. Awesome. So just expand on what Ben was talking about. We do something every month where we try to have at least two events that we call supply chain sessions. A supply chain session is one of our engagement opportunities. Engagement. And so with each and, <laughs> with each and every one of those, what we're trying to do is really uh, open the opportunities for team members to learn a little bit uh, about something that might not be part of their everyday work. So whether it's uh, industry best practices, whether it's something that's a, pr- a professional development item or something just kind of tangentially related to what they do every day. We have team members present to the rest of the team and we uh, we have a couple of those uh, each month. So it'll be topics related to logistics, transportation, um, just general professionalism. We'll do topics around consulting uh, and things of that nature. So it, it ends up being a lot of fun and now that we're entering the early parts of May, we've actually already had six this year. Yeah, and a good point to call out is we're now recording these supply chain sessions for people who can't necessarily join the live uh, version of it, and we keep all video recordings on the Teammate Hub. Uh, For anyone that may have any questions, Clint can obviously point you in in that direction. Right. We really want people to be aware of what we have. The awareness is the first part of the battle. If we have that awareness, then you can ask the right questions to get the information that you need. So we just talked about supply chain sessions. We have something we just started called the Linkor Think Tank. Last month was the inaugural version of that where we get uh, different team members who sign up to come together to a round room. We'll talk about a, a shared generalized kind of topic or problem that we're all dealing with. And we relate it to each of our parts of the business and try to learn together and work through some best practices. And Clint, on that think tank, one thing, the reason that we generated that was due to the fact that a lot of team members really enjoy joining the safety committee because you get to meet team members from other departments and learn about their career goals uh, while adding some value to the company and make sure that we obviously have a safe working environment. And so the, the idea behind the think tank is to spark your thinking at a different level with people that work in different departments and different divisions of the company. So it is a great opportunity for our team members to dial in that may be from a remote setting to really get to know uh, everyone else that's out there. Well, that was boring. <laughs> Just kidding, Ben. That's that's it. You nailed that one. So um, really with the Think Tank, we just want you to know uh, how to solve a problem, but do it with other people that are in other parts of the company because we are growing. We have more team members that are remote, that are off-site, and it just allows us to connect a little bit better. We've also done some different training classes so far this year. We've had two different groups either finish or start our Lean Leadership Online, which is a course that we offer both publicly and privately outside of Lean Core. Uh, we've also launched an Excel course for internal team members, uh, a Microsoft Access course, and then a transportation design course where we're teaching people how to start with raw data and come up with a network design for inbound or outbound customers. So it's been a lot of fun developing that material, and and we just want our team members to be aware of it so they can uh, join in and sign up for that type of activity. So, Clint, if I was interested in signing up for a class, how would I know what's going on? Great question. The way that you would know what's going on is there's a few different mediums. We have standardized emails that come out every week. 
Tuesday, there's an email called the Weekly Opportunities email. That's going to include the items that are upcoming over the next couple weeks and also have links to our uh, uh, online signups that team members can go and register for the different activities and uh, courses that we have. We have a Wednesday Weekly Way email, which is a little bit of an intellectual stimulation email, a little bit of a primer to get you talking with your team, but also reiterates what activities we have coming up. Here in the Florence office, we've just launched our Teammate TV, which has a scrolling uh, slideshow with different information that also talks about the activities that we have. And then, of course, our HR staff is always ready to get emails and questions from people about what's on the go. So right now, we've got a few different mediums to get that information uh, out to the team if they have questions about it. Glenn, I'm not trying to take us off subject here, but you mentioned the intellectual primer that you talk about in the weekly way. And... Um can you just explain why you put that in there? There's some real thought into and putting that in on a Wednesday email. Yeah, at the risk of getting hit with a that was boring drop, um, the intellectual stimulation is big here. We view ourselves at LeanCore as a, a as a thought leader company. Our team members need to be solving problems and continuously improving processes. And so we just try to get people thinking. When you have standard work to help satisfy the customer every day, sometimes it can feel a little monotonous, but we just want you talking, we want you thinking, and we want you to continue to work to make LeanCore better and our customers better. So um, along with that, we've had some voice of customer surveys to connect out to the team to figure out how we could provide uh, the right quality of service to them. And we've done two this year, one each quarter, quarter one and quarter two. We've had some meetings and we've shared what we found from those surveys as well as gone over our HR roadmap. For those of you who don't know what a roadmap is, a roadmap um, basically takes and lines out the different milestones, projects, and activities that are going to go on in a certain amount of time. And that becomes our documentation and our visibility so that the people working on those items uh, can come through together and uh, achieve the results that we want. So we have a 2017 HR roadmap that we've been working through, and we've been checked adjusting that off of the voice of customer feedback that, we, that we've had here with our, our company surveys. So we have an aggressive plan. There's a lot we want to do from the HR side. There's a lot we want to do to support our company and make sure we're continuously improving. And uh, the things like the voice of customer survey and the roadmap are just other ways for us to add visibility. Yeah, so just to repeat on that, so the voice of customer survey is providing us feedback to do things like the podcast. We're going to get some team members involved and communicate, and the next one will be out in June. And so you can see what we were able to accomplish this quarter to help team members um, kind of enjoy their experience at LeanCore and as well be prepared so they can and continue to improve going forward. Awesome. Fair enough. So that is uh, kind of the wrap up of what we've done in the first quarter here of the year at LinkCore. Um, what we did want to do is highlight what's on the calendar for the rest of the mo month of May. So I'm going to go over some items, uh, some activities that we've got going on in May, and uh, we'll take a quick look at those here. So right now we're in the week of the of the second, and uh, we've, we're just wrapping up activities for the week. Next week is the week of the ninth, and we're probably going to release this podcast next week, so it will be the current week for you. We're going to have a presentation by one of our team members, Tyler, on our on-site trainee program. He's going to share that as a supply chain session. Uh, we're in the middle of our transportation assessment and design course right now. And uh, we've also got opportunities for you to check on your 
uh, 401k and retirement strategies as well with our HR team on Wednesday. Yep. So anybody that is just now listening to this and may have missed some of the other communication that's gone out, if you do want to meet with our HR, uh, 401k provider, see Angela Neal or email Angela and she'll get a time slot for you to sign up. All right. So the week of the 15th, uh, we have our best practice sharing form, our second version of the Lean Core Think Tank. We're excited to come together and talk about uh, our prioritization and time management uh, activity as a group. We're also going to be wrapping up uh, transportation assessments later this month as well. The week of the 22nd of May, we've got our second supply chain session of the month. Um, we're going to be going over spot rating and negotiation. So kind of an LETM transportation uh, intensive topic. And uh, a couple of our team members, Eric and Harley, are going to present that for us. We're looking forward to that on the 23rd and 25th. So Eric works uh, on the JWA account, um, scheduling outbound uh, transportation for JWA. And Harley's on our transportation team who does all of our procurement activities. Absolutely. And uh, they've been preparing for a while for this. So I, I expect uh, awesome results from them. It's going to be great. We're also launching our performing internal redesigns course on the 24th of May. Tyler Humpert, who's one of our team leads here, he, he services uh, one of our accounts, the Polaris account. He is going to be co-facilitating with me this uh, LETM-centered course on taking a static plan for one of our customers and executing a redesign with that plan. So as boring as that sounds, it adds a lot of value to our customers, and we're really excited to train some new team members on that process. And this would also be a good opportunity for some of our team members in consulting that may have more of a manufacturing background uh, to get some transportation experience to kind of expand their horizons. Absolutely. We're always looking for people to learn new skills. We're not going to jump into June full on, but we do have some other exciting things that will be happen, happening in that month. And so uh, we'll give you another update on that as we get closer to that time. So that kind of takes us off of the calendar for the month of May. And we'll come back and uh, we'll now divert ourselves into our Token Pop Culture Minute. So like I said, we believe this is a mandatory part of a podcast and we don't want to shirk our duties here. So Let's get started with some pop culture conversation. Ben, what's the last movie you saw? And theaters are at home. Uh, either? Mm. I watched the Reds game last night. <laughs> <laughs> if only we had a Jeopardy drop. The the last the last movie I saw in theaters was uh, James Bond. Uh, Daniel Craig was the actor though, so, <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> so it's at least somewhat recent. Yeah. Is that is that appropriate? Is that like a good movie? To, like, would I be judged negatively or positively for that? You would be judged positively from a content perspective. Negative. If only it were this year. Yeah, if only it were this year. <laughs> he he is about three Daniel Craig movies behind, folks. It's... No, is the one after the card game one. <laughs> oh man, you're so good with titles. <laughs> um, speaking of titles, Ben is our HR director here at Lincor. <laughs> no, he, he's talking about the uh, a spectrum, I believe. Um, I'm a big movie guy, so movies will work their way into this podcast. Yeah, so, so Clint, how many movies have you seen today? <laughs> I have not seen any movies today. <laughs> Touche. It's only 5 o'clock, though. Yeah, I've got three three lined up after the work day. Gotcha. <laughs> it must be short. <laughs> All right. Is that enough pop culture for today? I think that was 60 seconds. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. We just want a minute. Okay, cool. So now we're going to get into our do's and don'ts, and Ben's going to take the lead on some best practices for us. Yep. Do's so, and don'ts and do's and don'ts and do's. So bad. That's awful. I love that. So for those of you who don't know, that's Justin uh, Falk uh, as our producer here. So he he's chiming in quite a bit and helping us out. No relation to Marshall Falk. Yeah, none at all. 
Uh, so this month, uh, we had some team members, uh, quite a few from a voice of customer survey we had at the beginning this year was uh, the want and need for a mentor program for our team members to help them with uh, their career aspirations and goals. And so a uh, team of our uh, people and Matt's waving to us and here uh, developed a mentor program. And so uh, with that team, and that's launching and you'll get uh, information out if you haven't already about who you're mentored up with. But over 30% of our, our company is participating as either a mentor or a mentee. So that's that's uh, pretty good numbers there. Awesome. Yep. But anyways, just uh, as we go into this, just remember if you are a mentee or a mentor that uh, we want to respect each other's time. So work together and collaborate to find times to actually meet with each other. Make sure that the mentee in this role, you do need to make sure that you're coming with a plan and an agenda. So if you don't know how to use an agenda, get a good opportunity to work with the mentor on how to plan out the purpose of what you're trying to get out of this relationship. Engagement. Exactly, Clint. Thank you very much. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to transition into one of what we believe will be our more popular elements to the two people that listen to this of this podcast. Um, this is going to be our team member testimonials, and we're going to start with an interview of our current COO, Matt Melrose. So we're going to work to get Matt Melrose on the phone here, and we'll get started here in the next uh, couple minutes with him. All right, so we're here with our first interview of the LeanCore Teammate podcast. We have with us our COO, Matt Melrose, who's been with the company since the early days. We're excited to have Matt in the house over 10 years. Uh, Matt, just so you know, before we get started, anything you say can and will be dropped against you in the court of podcast. Got it. So what I want you to do to just get the ball rolling on this is if you could tell us a little bit about your story with LinkCore. Why did you come here? What were you doing beforehand? Just give us a little background. Yeah, right on. Thanks for having me, Clinton. I'm uh, really excited about these uh, as well to get to share some of the stuff uh, with the team and as well as learn about some others. Um, my story really dates back to uh, my first job uh, out of school. I started working at the Toyota plant in uh, Princeton, Indiana, which is where I met Robert. Uh, I worked there for a couple of years, kind of bounced around doing different things for Toyota and other contracts, uh, and then decided to leave and went and worked for Ryder for personal reasons to go back to Michigan, uh, which is where I'm from originally. Um, Robert coincidentally left uh, Transfrate kind of at the same time, and he and I just kept in contact. Uh, you know, he was kind of coming up with concept uh, for LeanCore uh, at that time, and he and I would talk and as he kind of in his travels, we'd meet for lunch, meet for coffee, uh, whatever it may be, and just would kind of openly talk. And he always told me it was a matter of uh, when he convinced me to come on board with him once he kind of solidified what LeanCore was, uh, not a matter of if. And for all of us that know Robert, uh, he's very passionate and can be very inspiring and uh, persuasive yep. uh, as well. Um, so he called me on a Thursday afternoon. One day, it was the day that uh, we we realized that we got Polaris as an operational customer. It was a Thursday afternoon. And I remember sitting in my office, went out in the parking lot, and I talked to him for a bit. And he said, well, I've got Polaris as a customer, and I need somebody to go and run it. Kind of silence. And uh, I said, okay. And he says, well, can you move to Minneapolis in two weeks and do it? And so we talked for a bit, and I said, you know, let me go home and, and talk to my wife, uh, Emily, and we'll and we'll see. So we took our dogs for a walk. Uh, you know, we just bought our first house, everything kind of falling into place kind of for the next chapter of our life. And we just decided, you know, like, what do we got to lose? Uh, why shouldn't we? 
Um, so I came down and visited Robert. It was a Sunday afternoon, spent the day with him and, uh, you know, went back on, you know, back to work on Monday, put my, you know, my notice in and, uh, picked up, sold my house in a week. And so it was kind of one of those things that just meant to be and, uh, went and became the onsite at Polaris and kind of, you know, started. And that's kind of just how, how it all, all came to fruition. And, and the reason that I did it, one is, uh, you know, it may get into some of our other dialogue, but is I had no good reason not to. And I believed in Robert and I believed in, in, uh, the opportunity and the, the approach and his kind of vision, vision for the company. So that's kind of what compelled me, uh, to do it. And I think in my heart, I'm an entrepreneur and, and just wanted to be a part of building something, uh, amazing, which I think we've done kind of past. I think we're doing present and I think, you know, we'll continue to do well into the future. That's awesome. Yeah. I can totally see how Robert could talk you into <laughs> picking up and moving. Um, I think it's just a testament of, uh, to the relationships that you build in this industry and in the career and how those can kind of come and go as you go down the road. That's pretty cool. So you said you started as an onsite. So that was where you got your footing. Obviously, you had some experience um, in similar fields before working on that first account. What has your journey been like to bring you to where you are now as a COO? Yeah, well, uh, it's 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 fun, you know. Uh, you know, in a in a small, rapidly growing kind of entrepreneurial company, you get the opportunity to wear a lot of different hats and get involved in a lot of different things. So I went up to Polaris. I was up there for about two years, um, and, and as all of the on sites out there know, uh, that that your life. And the, how, you know, how stable it is, is, is kind of derived by how well the team performs here and, and any service failures, you know, you, you can't hide behind a phone, you're in front of the customer, uh, and things like that. And, uh, you know, being an ops guy, I just saw an opportunity to improve our service levels and, and the way we communicate and how we deliver our service to our customers. So I just, I phoned Robert one day as we were kind of talking um, on, you know, where do we go next? And we'd identified, you know, Ryan Holler to be the next person up at Polaris. And we were working through that. And I just said, Robert, like, why don't, why don't you come, why don't you let me come back to Kentucky and run the operations and let you and Kevin do what you guys do best, which is visionary, sell, focus on consulting and that kind of stuff and, and let me take care of running it. And, uh, you know, after a couple conversations, we agreed that that was kind of the right next step. So I came back here. Um, and at the time, the operation was just kind of organically growing from Tracker Marine to MCFA and, and some of the other customers uh, that we have today. And it just kind of organically you know, grew from there and I continued to get involved in more stuff. Uh, obviously in the IT stuff is that has a, a very tight correlation to our operations customers. Uh, then our facilities business began to grow. So I got into that. Uh, and then obviously along the way into the finance and HR and, and other aspects uh, of our business as well. So it's just kind of organically grow. And as you know, we've built an amazing team. It just, you know, Thankfully for me, it's given me the opportunity to kind of grow and expand in, in my career uh, as well. But it's, you know, large in part to the efforts and, and the kind of collaboration uh, amongst the team we've built collectively. Obviously, you've gotten to do a lot of building of the of the team that you're talking about, building the company starting in the early days. And like you're saying, putting on that curiosity cap and seeing as the business grows where you can learn, where you can help and add value, that's obviously help pave the way for you. Yeah. Well, and, and honestly, that's one of the things that I love the most 
about this company, right? That, uh, you know, I've worked in the big Fortune 500 companies and, and while they're good at what they do, uh, I think they lack that kind of entrepreneurial spirit just because of the nature of their size and kind of bureaucracy, for lack of a better word. And I don't mean that to speak illy. Uh, it's just harder. Um, and that's one of the things that I love that, uh, you know, and Clint, you know, as well as anybody, if you have an idea, uh, let's put it on the table and, and kind of socialize it and talk about it. And we have the ability to be entrepreneurial and create uh, as long as it's in the best interest of our people and, and our customers and, and obviously our community and shareholders. And you really just wanted to come back to Kentucky to support your Wildcats down in Lexington, you know what, that, right? That was absolutely it. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's a big uh, Blue and Maze fan. Maze and Blue. What is it? Maze and, Maze and Blue. Go Duke, Sharon. Oh, gosh. All right. So we're going to cut that, right, Justin? Um, <laughs> I think really to, to wrap up our conversation, um, if you could just share a little bit about uh, about what you think the future looks like for LinkCore and what gets you excited every day, share with that, please. Yeah. Well, the thing that probably gets me the most excited is I genuinely believe in, in what we do and our approach. And I think our value proposition in the market continues to be validated both in the work that we do or have done, whether it be consulting facilities, LETM or training or whatever it may be. But as we see new clients come through the door and we meet new people, it continues to be validated. So I'm really excited about that as, as well as the team that we built. Like I am the thing that I'm the most proud of is our culture. It's also the thing that I'm the most afraid to lose. And at the end of the day, the culture is because of the people that, uh, that make lean, you know, that call lean core home. Um, the, the other thing about it is, um, you know, I think we have a real opportunity to kind of break through where we're at right now, uh, thanks to some of Robert's vision and the things he's doing with, you know, SCA and expanding from an end-to-end point of view to supply chain advancement and all that kind of stuff. So I think we're we're really on the forefront of kind of business systems and operating systems and where they're going and how business, businesses are going to look at, you know, supply chain as a competitive advantage. You know, especially in today's marketplace with things like the Amazon effect and, and other things of that nature, as well as to be able to deliver a very, um, you know, a very robust uh, like LETM product uh, that continues to focus on, you know, reducing cost, increasing performance, but then also looking at it from an end to end perspective. So I think I think it's I think it's very bright. Uh, and I, you know, honestly, I've never been more excited about it. And that excitement only continues to build as some of these uh, kind of value propositions continue to be validated. Well, we're a very vision-based company and time and place, the pieces keep falling together for a company like ours, I think, to have that success that you're talking about. So it's a lot of excitement there. Yeah. Well, and I think I also uh, am humbled by some of our challenges, right? You know, I was asked, uh, by Tim, uh, one of our newest directors on the consulting side of things, what th- what things would I change over the past? And I, and I, my answer was nothing, uh, because I think those challenges make us stronger, uh, make our team stronger, our culture stronger, uh, and I think it also makes you um, the it makes the top uh, that you're that much more appreciative of the top because you know. And at the end of the day, if this were easy, everybody'd be doing it, uh, and and we're gonna write a good story. Awesome. Well, Matt, thanks for taking a few minutes to share with us, do our first interview here. And uh, we look forward to continuing to uh, root for the Wildcats. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks a lot. Yeah, right on. Thanks, Clint. 
So we're back from the interview with Matt Melrose. We really appreciate his time to talk and share with us a little bit. Hopefully this is the first of a lot of good uh, team member interviews going forward as we continue the Teammate podcast. So today we've brought you our introductory inaugural pilot episode to put all those things together. Hopefully you've enjoyed it and we've uh, accomplished our purpose of connecting our team a little bit better. We're trying to keep it fun and keep it light, but also get the information and the news to you to help you feel more connected here at LeanCore. So we'll continue to talk about training, engaging, connecting, and bringing all the different activities that we can to the table to share with each and every one of you. So with that, uh, we'll sign off for this month. We'll come back to you again. You'll have another podcast available to you in June. And we hope that uh, you enjoyed the show and you have a good upcoming month. So with that, we'll sign off. Thanks. This month's podcast was sponsored by Drift and Hum, the great Canadian-American novel. Nailed it.